Are you guys with us? We know you are. So here's how you can help. First, share this podcast with your friends. We can't grow without you. Second, go to www.dmwpodcast.com and check out our merch site. I guarantee we have some great stuff that you're going to love. And your purchase helps support the show. Lastly, keep on leaving positive reviews and follow on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Deadman Walking Podcast. As always, we appreciate your prayers as we continue to bring glory to God. Well, hello, hello, Dead Man Walking crew. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you are listening to this episode on the day it was released, which is September 30th on a Wednesday, Jason and I will be on the road driving down to Nashville as you're listening to this, getting ready to live stream and live podcast from the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference. Hosted by the Cross Politic guys, who we just had on last week, and features Doug Wilson, Jeff Durbin, and a plethora of other gentlemen. We packed up our gear, and we are taking Dead Men Walking podcast down to Nashville for the next three days, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So be sure to listen and tune in. We are going to live stream. We are going to be doing on-site interviews and podcasts, and we'll probably have a little bit different of a schedule than once a week. For those three days, I'm hoping to upload those episodes and those interviews as soon as we can. So for the week of October 1st, we are going to have multiple podcasts uploaded, hopefully, with lots of good content for you guys. So I just wanted to reach out to you guys before you listen to this episode and let you know that in the next few days, we're going to have some great content for you on the channel. But other than that, enjoy the episode and keep us in prayer while we are down in Nashville and hopefully bringing you all kinds of good content. Enjoy the episode. Exploring theology, doctrine, and all of the fascinating subjects in between, Broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dead Men Walking starts now. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dead Men Walking. I'm your host, Greg. And I'm Jason. I was going to say to my right, but you are now to my left now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. You're messing usually, me up. Yeah. Because we have someone, else, we have someone else in air quotes studio mm-hmm. with us. Happy to Welcome. be here. Pastor hey. Rick Flood. It's good to oh, be yeah. here. What's going on, brother? Hey, not much, man. <sighs> oh, yes. Uh, Thank you. I, I was trying to think of like a tagline that we could open the show with now. Yeah. You know, maybe like uh, where the points are made up, but the truth still matters. Or okay. I don't know, something like that. All right. Well, Is that any good or no? Uh, uh, that sure. means no. That yeah. means no. Gosh. <laughs> the hesitation gosh. said it all. Gosh. Yes. Uh, I know you too well, Jason. You can't hide uh, your lies from me. <laughs> I don't lie. That was like yeah. a two-second pause. Yeah, though. It was yeah, yeah. That's, that's the was same pause my wife it. does. I got you. Yeah, 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 she yeah, doesn't yeah, want to yeah, answer <laughs> truthfully. Uh, you want to do what? Are these jeans too tight, honey? These skinny jeans? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to start a podcast. Uh, yeah, right? How much is that going to cost? That's the next question. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> 
Not much. No. If you never see the money, yeah, it's right. like it costs nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Just kidding, honey. You're listening. <laughs> so uh, you're in trouble. Wow, we're already in trouble. We're the first edit, two and a half minutes. So yeah, welcome uh, to another episode of Dead Men Walking. Mm-hmm. We are actually doing our first episode on a subject that was requested by a listener. So we had a listener uh, shout out to Taylor. She reached out to me on Instagram and she said, "Hey, would you guys like just talk about uh, media influence in mm-hmm. music, meaning uh, worship music, uh, you know, secular music, and kind of what worship and praise music is?" And I've led worship before. And I know you have, uh, Jason. I played guitar, yes. You played guitar and bass. <laughs> bass and drum. we've got uh, Rick here, who is a worship leader yep. uh, and plays music. And I went, man, this would be a good subject for us three to just oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know sit around and talk about. Uh, I also love hanging out with musicians. It's kind of like that little club you're in. You know, yeah. it's kind of you hear stand up comics talking about being in their stand up comic club. Well, yeah. with musicians, it's kind of the same way. There's right. certain jokes and certain things. And, uh, you know, we just have a. Do you guys know what what my favorite chord is? Oh, let me. Is it <laughs> G sus? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. We minute. like dad jokes around here, bro. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Did you two just become best friends? <laughs> we <Yeah. did. laughs> we, sh- we should have shared the love scene. we should have shared the love Dang it. We should have gone for it. Oh, do, you like, my do you like avocados? <laughs> Or wait, it's guacamole. That's right. It was funny. A few episodes ago, he said, "I said something like, you know, keyboardists never get any respect." And he just, just flatly goes, "Yeah, as they should. They should get him." And we lost it. It was like ten minutes of laughing because it's so true. You know what I mean? Oh man, no, the the keyboard player at at Compelled Man, he gets rocking. Is it probably it's John? Oh man, he's He's like he's rocking when he's over there. Yeah, between him and an old Murph dog back there, grooving. Yeah, and then he's yeah, man, uh, singing. Murphy, once he, if he catches you, if he catches eyes with you yeah. during your yeah. service, oh, it's he'll like, smile at you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you have no idea what's going to happen. It's like the sun, you glance at it, look right. away, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, I just wanted to sit down and we got about an hour and talk a little bit about worship music and stuff like that. But, Rick, why don't you give us a little bio for the listeners? Just uh, give us a little background, sure. how you came to the Lord, maybe, uh, what you've been doing for the last few years. I know we said you're a worship leader, but let them hear, hear a little bit about you. Sure. So, uh, rough upbringing. We'll just skip all that. And uh, it was it was bad. Um, but uh, luckily, I had an aunt and uncle that that really reached out to me, so invited me to come up and live with them. That's how I, I grew up in Florida, so this is how I ended up here in Michigan. And so um, they were kind of. Uh, my uncle was a pastor, so obviously, with the, coming to live with them, had to go to church, and really made a difference. That's actually where I met. Uh, pastor Nate, he was a youth pastor at the church where my uncle was gotcha. the pastor. So that's the connection there. Uh, got saved, didn't really know what to do. Ended up, this is the cliff notes, ended up going to, to Bible college for a semester. Um, which which Bible? North Cal? Central Bible College. Okay. Yeah, okay. in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And uh, uh, to be honest, school was not my jam. Yeah. So that didn't, it wasn't <laughs> going good. No ones, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it wasn't going good. I was studying all the time and still flunking out. <laughs> right, and so right, it was a bummer. Right. And so, um, uh, Nate called me during the summer or right before the summer and said, Hey, why don't you come intern with me? He had just 
planted uh it was bed for christian community then sure 20 something years ago oh. and uh so interned and have never left so uh did some correspondence things like that for credentialing um so started as youth pastor then and uh did that for 10 years um and then and about after about 10 years then we had a transition for worship ministry he invited me to to uh jump in on that um i literally knew like three songs it was amazing um <laughs> i learned the guitar to we went on a trip to germany on a missions trip and so i learned lord i lift your name on high classic oh, sure yeah yeah we played that and we only went to senior homes in germany so we played lord i lift your high in every <laughs> for a half senior hour home in berlin is over and over <laughs> again on loop over and over and they had no idea what we were saying you yeah, know what i mean yeah, we're just yeah, right. singing syllables <laughs> to them right. you know and yeah. so right so that was my breakthrough moment man it was pretty it was man, pretty cool you probably know. loved it well, i did well you know i signed a few autographs yeah there you I'm not, go i'm not gonna lie so you're gonna cool. cut your teeth in worship music dude in front of germans who can't understand right? man. Jeez. It's the best you know <laughs> wow my favorite is when they would just fall asleep and you'd be like uh yeah i guess we'll do it again i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so oh that that's song awesome. man every everyone in my youth group knew that song man you yep. learned that man. first thing on the guitar yeah yeah you i knew know? that one and then oh yeah. that's it you yeah. know and then i i also learned uh shout to the lord was also in the mix oh uh-huh. you, those go back to back it's, i just so is that in e as well like could you just <laughs> just go e oh, b so, a like... so i actually i had to, i went for g i was in oh, g because were... they were the easiest easiest <laughs> yeah g sus was yeah, there, yeah. Oh, there so i was go. like See, you, know. you had you had the anointing so, right yeah. there yeah yeah it was it was powerful it was some powerful moments that's so. awesome i could wow. never quite get that key change and shout to the lord that always went bad you know yeah such a moment i blew it every time so I uh so what about your like when did you start playing music like wh- how did that start as a so, kid or later in life or what No I've uh, I've been playing music for probably about 12 years honestly so okay. it was in student ministry I just had to you know as a youth pastor like a guitar I'm like I got to learn how to do yeah, that for campfires right. and right. stuff camping trips and so just picked it up and and started you know kind of messing around with it no way got kind of pushed into it was good because you know how like i was that classic like yeah i'll learn the guitar and then you learn a few chords and kind of put it down sure and so uh me then learning a few more songs and then being asked to lead worship in front of (laughs) people i was like i probably got to learn what i'm doing here you know so that's a big step yeah Yeah, it was intimidating and then leading a whole band yeah, I had I mean, no idea what I was doing. I really, no idea. <laughs> Still okay. could be argued that I don't, honestly. No, no, I'm like, man. No, it's good pretty, job, it's guys. Pretty hit, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty rocking in there, man. The so. first time I ever got asked to do that, uh, like in front of, a, I think it was in front of our, well, actually, this, this, the very first time I ever played on a worship team, I was 12, and I played the drums, and I had one lesson. Hmm. So I've been playing on my own yeah. and then uh, took one lesson. And then the pastor that gave me one lesson was like, I can't do it anymore. I'm busy, whatever. Uh, and that was strange. But the first time I ever asked got play piano, I felt like a total fraud because I go, you guys just know I play chords, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I had, mem- you know, when I was younger, I'd memorize that classical piano, uh-huh. some Bach movements, uh, you know, saber dance for my recital. Like these were intricate 50 page right. pieces that I would practice for six months and mm-hmm. then play them one time. And I was like, I'm not good enough to lead worship. Just, and then I realized, oh, we all just play. That's all. Yeah, 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 right, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm still playing the same way I did when that's I was 14, it, yeah. you know. Uh, obviously, that's a simplification a little bit. Um, but it, it was it was really strange to me when, when someone asked me to do that. And even from a young age, I, I knew it was sacred. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I grew up, and we've talked about it on the podcast mm-hmm. before, I grew up from, from a young age until about 14 in a pretty legalistic 
uh, background. Okay. So I actually had youth pastor set me down and say, hey, we heard you're playing You Put That Love in My Heart by Keith Green, and he's part of the Christian contemporary music movement, and that's like Satan music. Yeah. And then yeah. I get up, you know, this is when I was like 13. Then you get a little older. I read No Compromise by Keith Green. It's like the best book in the world. Yeah, like, absolutely. I want to be this yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just love the Lord, had a heart. But because he sounded like Billy Joel a little bit <laughs> right. in the right. 70s. So I had a real weird thing with music anyway growing up. And then this music's bad. I mean, anyone who grew up in the 80s, though, we had this weird thing where it was like, Kiss means knights and satanic service. Yeah, yeah. And ACDC is against yeah. Christ and mm. Devil's Companions and Cabbage Patch Kids has spirit. Yeah. And it was just a very weird kind of like everything. Every Secular Satanic. thing had yeah, a yeah. Satan thing when, yeah. in fact, I'm not saying go out and listen to ACTC for anyone. No, listening. yes, you are. <laughs> it's condoned. Let it be known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast uh, listeners. <laughs> but, but I'm saying at the same time, we can separate two uh, music and chords and beats and things mm-hmm. and not just label them mm-hmm. as satanic because I really struggled with that. Uh, yeah. I've said it before. I sat down with Jason Upton back when he was playing for 50 people and I said, Hey, is music neutral? Like, is music itself, if I sit down and play Jerry Lee? Lewis great balls of fire on the piano with no words Mm. are those actual chords and rhythms are those evil because I was taught they were look at man if it's too jumpy or too and and it was a really struggle for me and then going into my early 20s and going oh no like the arts and music belong to the Lord General Simpson he was a famous preacher uh, in the 1800s he has a quote and I paraphrase it but uh, he basically says, "Does the devil own the chord and the in the note and the beat? I hope not, because we will go down to hell and plunder it and take it back yeah, because right. it's been created for the Lord." And then realizing everything you do, like Paul says, "Do it unto the glory of God." Yeah. Yep. Right. So my my paradigm, my the way I looked at it, really shifted for me in my early twenties of. Music isn't inherently good or evil, but it can be used like anything else. The for context, the, it's the context, right? Yeah, yeah, for good or evil. So that was <laughs> that was kind of that was kind of one of the things that uh, the listener had asked too was like like what defines good music a Christian should be listening to? What defines right. stuff they should stay away from? Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, there were. <laughs> I'm looking at Jason, but either <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, 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 go ahead, jump in, Jason. I, take that deep I mean, theological question and we, break it down. Oh, for here us. we go. Here we go. Well, actually, guys, in Psalm 35, too. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I mean, music is math, you know. And ah. I mean, really, there's there's so many That's ways what I like about drums. That, yeah, exactly. It's just numbers. You know, you can you can listen to the the instrumental just like you just said. Yeah. But when you start throwing the the lyric on top of it, that's sure. where it, it gets skewed. But I mean, sometimes I I just I want to just say music is music, yeah. you know, it, instead of categorizing secular Christian, you know, world music, right. you know, like I don't know, gets into some gray areas because it's just like, okay, so then is you know, as a certain type of music, uh, it only comes out of Western Europe, so we can only call it, right. you know, X. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's it's like okay, so let's let's stop categorizing certain things. But it, but then again, when you throw the lyric on top, yeah. Well, I think that's the big get difference. a little difficult. Yeah. I think you know. worship and praise uh-huh. really has to do more with the music, to where secular music has to do really with the lyric. Yeah. Uh, not not that praise and worship, believe me, you, you read some of those old hymns and some of these worship songs we have now. I mean, the words are absolutely beautiful. And yeah. Of course, they elicit a response and emotion. But but I but I sometimes feel the 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 lyric for for secular music is is really what's important there. And especially the the music that's coming out now on the top forties. If we read okay. some of those lyrics and <laughs> read some of the titles, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. my gosh. You know, it's yeah. it's crazy. Some of those songs, especially the one that's number one right now. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't believe it's on the airwaves whatsoever. But Are you talking about WAP? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's incredibly just.
it's disgusting. Yeah, it's a measuring you know? stick for our culture, man. Oh man, yeah. it's it really is. I yeah. mean, it's really I, sad. I think it's interesting too. So I have so twenty to sixteen in my house as far as mm. kids right now. You know, and you so, have twenty kids? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a minor heart attack when you said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I almost passed out. <laughs> twenty years old to, to sixteen, 16 yeah, year old. Yeah, Let me yeah. clarify. Yeah. Oh wow, you're in the thick of the culture. We then. believe. Hey, until the quiver's <laughs> full. Yeah. How many quivers do you yeah. have? <laughs> so. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Covenant Real Estate. And why not? It's my podcast and my real estate company. But seriously, I've absolutely enjoyed helping clients buy, sell, and invest in real estate over the last 12 years. My brokerage serves clients in Michigan and Ohio, with more states coming soon. When I started this brokerage, I wanted to ensure that my expertise and knowledge would serve every one of my clients. I take my fiduciary responsibility to my clients very seriously. That's why I named it Covenant Real Estate. Not only is a covenant a contract in the legal sense, but it's also a solemn promise from myself to each of my clients. I will do my absolute best to serve you. It's also pretty cool that our name has some theological implications as well, which is a great conversation starter. And here's the best part. My agents and I have extensive experience in helping people buy and sell residential homes, buy and sell commercial properties, as well as investing in real estate and selling and purchasing recreational and vacant land. Covenant Real Estate can help you with all of your real estate needs, and I would love the opportunity to earn your business. So if you have real estate needs in Michigan or Ohio, call me at 734-731-GREG. That's 734-731-GREG. Or click on the link in the description of this podcast episode you're listening to right now. Remember, Covenant Real Estate. Confidence from contract to close. Never mind. Are you We're reformed? Gonna, can we edit that? That's <laughs> right. He's reformed. Yeah, we just it's keep the it Lord's going will. There we go. We'll go until the Lord Catholic. says no. No, I, I was shocked. Out all three of them again. Okay, all right. You know, so so, but I got this age span. You know, and yeah. it's interesting because obviously they're they're they have an understanding of what's going on in the world as far as music mm. and things like that. You know, friends, culture, all that kind of stuff. They're in the mix, and so what what I find really interesting because I would agree with everything you guys said is that music alone is. Uh, so the, all, everybody who's producing that mu- music, whether they recognize or not, that gifting comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? God gives them that gifting. Yep. Now they can use that gifting for other purposes and things, but so there's that context with it. And so at the very base of, of it, like creating that music really is, it's a gift of the Lord to even be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And then context takes it to, too far. And what's interesting to me is that I, I think I'm on the same page as you, is it's the lyric. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff that my kids listen to, sometimes I, I'm hearing it and I'm like, you know, we have those conversations like, man, it's like so depressing. That's yeah. what I think. For yeah. The genre that they like, yeah. you know what I mean? Sure. It's so depressing and so like, poor me and everything's right. horrible. Lethargic and all that. Yeah. And it yeah. just, then it like, it gets into their heads and now they're looking at their lives going, yeah, my life is horrible too. And I'm like, right. what about your life is <laughs> yeah. horrible, you know? Right, right, right. And so it really does, the, that lyric, I think, is the separation that mm-hmm. then influences how you think because you can't, you can't dwell on that. It would be the, the, the same thing we would say about the Word of God. Yeah. You dwell on the Word of God, it's going to produce itself in your life. You right. dwell on these other things, that's what's going to produce it, your yeah. mentality, your thinking. Right. And so I think that's where we get in trouble with it. Yeah. yeah. And music yeah. is absolutely 
can can be used as a weapon both for good and bad. I mean, yeah, right. you look at the Israelites, that's who they put up front when they were going into mm, battle, yeah. man, the praise and worshipers. And then I have this weird thing where I go, the one being and the divine counsel of all the angels and of God himself, the one being that thought he could challenge God was the one that was made up of beautiful music. Right. Yeah. So it gives you, you can just see how powerful of a weapon that can be used. It can produce a pride. It can produce a depression. Yes. It can, you know, produce all these different emotional responses and which then can turn into physical acts. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's such a, a powerful thing that, you know, when we sit here and joke about, uh, you know, it, like we were joking about ACDC or praise and worship music, like it needs to be taken seriously. Mm. I'm not saying live in some for form of legalism, but it is a powerful weapon that um, it does need to be handled correctly. Yes. Right. Just like you're saying between 16 and 20, those are prime years yeah. too. I mean, I got mine that are well going to be 11, nine and six. And it's like, I just try to pump as much praise and worship right. into, yeah. you know, you know, some of the troll soundtrack comes through and some yeah. of the frozen stuff comes mm. through and, and we monitor that and watch that. But the ultimate goal I feel for music is to bring glory to God, just like yeah. anything else in my life. Right. I don't think music is any different. My job, my relationships, when I eat, drink, whatever you do, mm. do it all into the glory of God, uh, the new Testament says. So I think music is that same thing, but I also think music needs to be handled, uh, very cautiously. Mm -hmm. right. Um, because I, I think it is a little more potent than the food I'm eating and doing yeah. that under the glory of God yeah. versus music. Yeah. Um, and, and you are so right with, gosh, sometimes I'll just pop into like uh, my Apple or, or uh, I think I have music on uh, Amazon Unlimited or Spotify, one of those. Mm -hmm. And I'll just go, what's, you know, what's on the top 40 yeah. just to check in. And I can't listen to it from, you know, I'm also old. So, yeah, you know, right. you just you're like, where's my stuff, you know, <laughs> right. from the 80s and 90s. But it's just horrible music. Yeah. I mean, just lyrically. And yeah. it's depressing. And it's, and you go, oh, my gosh, if I was a kid that my brain's forming, right. you know, I'm 13, 14, 15. You know, now they say neuroscientists say our brains don't even fully form until 27. And I'm just pumping this into my mind. I can understand why things like depression and suicide and all these things are at an all time high right now because yeah. they're very influential. Yeah. And I, I think we can see how much music can be used as a weapon because it's so used by people who want to influence culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can literally influence an entire culture by a song. Yeah. I mean, this, and it's not just the last five, 10, 20 years. I mean, you go back to the Vietnam, no war, all peace. I yeah. mean, they used music for their movement. Yeah. So it's something. Well, I mean, you think about, I mean, songs that are played in arenas. I mean, yeah. you know, songs that are played, uh, I don't know. I mean, even just uh, at shows where people are just like either moshing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, yeah. like there's a certain kind of force that comes behind some of that some of those songs you yeah. know and some yeah. of, you know and, and i mean there are there are christian bands that actually do have uh moshing and yeah stuff. right right <laughs> yeah know, it's like, oh my gosh it's, but, uh, it's in the holy ghost though <laughs> he's it's right, anointed right, right. he's he sent me a link to what who was it was that called mark uh luther's hammer oh yeah a christian man. Luther's punk hammer. Rock screamo they he's were like what they the were reformed yeah and he, he, oh, man, and he sends it to me they and were, i'm like and i listen to the first 10 seconds i can't do that i can do a lot of genres i mean i go from country to rap to classical i can do a lot of genres i can't do the stream much, huh? I can't do the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. I just can't do it. <laughs> Melodically, it just hurts my August ear. burns red. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a ton of them out there. And I was kind of iffy on rap, and then I got into like Shylin and mm. Timothy Brindle, and I'm getting pre- straight preached yeah, to Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. My wife's still not fully on board. She's like, I don't really understand Christian rap. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I'm. it's, it's kind of in that gospel theme, too, to where I listen to a lot of gospel because yeah. I like to worship and praise, and I also like to get a sermon. Like, yep. you listen to... Uh, some some really good gospel singers, you know, they yeah. got the choir going in the background oh, yeah. and they're straight preaching to me. And I, I kind of like that too. And that's kind of how I feel about uh, some of that Christian rap as well. Like I said, wife, not fully on board with it, but uh, <laughs> it takes a while. It takes it, it, stick it, with it. Right, well, right. It's Stay great strong. for the treadmill. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, when I can yeah. listen to yeah. a song that gets you pumped up, I'm running and I don't have to worry about any of the, the, the nastiness and unholiness and yep. all that of, of secular rap. But instead, I'm getting taught about the hyperstatic union. I mean, Shy Lin will... Hypo. Hy- hy- hypostatic, hypo. excuse me. There you go. <laughs> Did I say hyper last time, too? Yeah, you I said hyper going. last time, too. I was, yeah. like, I was listening, I was like... Hypo. Hypo. Great. Come on, man. Jeez. This is going to affect our viewership. <laughs> All 12 people so I will write in. Uh, no. I have, there's 12 now? I thought it was seven. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's going to jump I, considerably yes, after it is. this. We, Sorry. We, 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 yeah. <laughs> by, by four. Or it might be yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. It might be over. Family. Uh, we, I, we did have, we have an episode coming out next week with the CrossPolitik guys oh, yeah, that, uh, that uh, we pre-recorded, and I told a joke on there, and it fell so flat. <laughs> We had, we had, four, we had three well, guys I, over there, two guys over here. They had called in. I say a joke, and it, it's just complete silence. Oh, it I was left funny, it in, though. though. I left it in. I was like, we got to leave that in. <laughs> you leave it. I looked well, at Jason. Was, He's in studio. Didn't even laugh. Well, he was like, I was, I was looking I at my understand. phone. I was looking at my phone at some notes or something to say next, and, and like Greg said something, and it was totally quiet. I was like, what just happened? You know, I'm looking <laughs> so, at my phone. Oh, I'm sorry. The joke was so yeah. bad. The silence yeah. jerked you out of like yeah. whatever you were... <laughs> Took you out of your. The only uh, way, the only work. recovery from moments like that is just to go, whelp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta whelp it. <laughs> if you whelp it, you're good. Well, yeah. anyways. I, like if I was paying attention, well, see you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Killer boots, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's very important. So, what has your experience has been with uh, worship music in general? Like, I don't know. What do you like personally? What are you? What are you drawn to and attracted to? Because I, I find when you lead, mm-hmm. it's very different than what your private. Well, not very different, but can be very different sure. than what your private time yeah. uh, kind of worship is. Like, what's the dichotomy there? So a lot of times, so I I listen to all kinds of worship music, like personally. Okay. So it is it is drastically different, but here's the reason why. I'm going to get all philosophical on Please you. Please do, do it. So the, the reason why it's different is because for me, I approach what I'm going to sing corporately. I, I kind of try to filter it through some things. Um, so by nature, I like... I like all these songs that are like talk, using like flowery terms and trees and rivers and yeah. you know what I mean. Well, I, I think I it's it cool. I like the nature. I like you know how the th- some of the stuff is very uh, maybe intimate terminology with sure. the Lord, you know. And I think it's cool, but I also recognize that when I get up on the weekends to lead worship, that I, I got for our community, there's a lot of blue collar men sitting in those seats, and mm-hmm. so I try to filter like. Are they going to say those? Are they going to feel comfortable singing those words sure. out? Because mm-hmm. there's already a hurdle trying to get people to enter into worship, you know, on the on those sides of things. And so, so when I choose to to do things corporately, I mean, obviously, I look at theologically. I don't want to do anything that's off or you know, right. or whatever. 
But I also filter it through that. Like, is is the guy that's on the line at Jeep during the week going to walk in and actually want to say these words, you know? Sure. And there's a fine line there sometimes because I do think that you have to, I want to respect that. But at the same time, so much of our relationship with the Lord, there is an intimacy there that you have to step into mm-hmm. as well that has to go a little deeper. And so for that's me... Har- that's hard to t- do, though, too, as a worship leader, because you kind of like to do the stuff that you connect with. Exactly, and you got to sacrifice that to then really say, is. "Is that going to be right for corporate worship, yeah. though?" Right? Yeah, there there are songs that that I do corporately that I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this song again, yeah. you know, or oh, I, I just yeah. ha- I didn't ever like it. Sometimes I do watch songs that really take off, you know, because now we worship has a whole new breakthrough on radio. You know what I mean? Oh, There's sure. a popularity to it, so I do watch songs that everybody starts doing, mm-hmm. and yeah. at times I I will grab those because. It's an easy, I guess it's an easy draw for people because they hear on the radio, they know it, they're familiar with it when they sure. walk and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know. But it is funny. So I really, I, like you mentioned Jason Upton, like I love Jason Upton, man. I don't know yeah. what he's doing half the time or where he's at, but it's yeah. amazing. You it know is, I mean? I'm it like, is, hey, yeah. I'll go with you. And one song I used to listen to and he's like, I whistle in the wind. And then he just whistles for like 15 yeah. minutes. And but, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. But it was, it's anointed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no clue what's happening, but I love it, you know. Yeah. And so, so I like that. I, I kind of like style wise, I kind of do kind of like some of that, like folky style music sure. stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't know how to quite play that out on the weekend yeah. so much. So, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I've been into, Banjo, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I do like the fact that, uh, there's kind of a popularity coming back of older hymns and they're kind of reworking I, yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. Cause I love that. Cause some of the words are so powerful. Yeah. And those I've been into uh, Shane and Shane. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because, yeah. They did oh, those yeah. new albums with all the psalms. Oh, and they, and they so just did good. the psalms yeah. and yeah, stuff, and you're like, man, yeah. these words. And then you, and but at the same time, you, sometimes just because something is like older, mm-hmm. we can kind of like put it on a pedestal and go, oh, it's like better. Nostalgic. And it's like, yeah, you got to realize that those songs were just old pub songs. They took the tunes yes. of like old pub songs. Right. And then put words to it. And the Puritans were like, I can't believe these young reformers yeah. and these young Protestants yeah. singing these secular songs. Yeah. You know, like Amazing Grace was not a cool hip song. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of frowned upon because yeah. they're taking the tune from a secular, uh-huh. you know, bar song and then putting words. And so I've kind of relaxed on that a little bit because I used to be, even up to five, six years ago, I was like, it has to be these songs, this words, has to glorify God. And then you're like, yeah, but at the same time, like that's what that's what hymns were yeah. 200 years yeah. ago were these they yeah. were they were the top 40 right. of what's, today's yeah you know I, right. what's really interesting to me too is that you know so like this i'm getting older like I'm yeah. in my 40s now, right? So I'm almost Uh-oh. I'm almost gone. But uh <laughs> jeez. Yeah. Way to bring the over. podcast right. down, dude. <laughs> yeah. On sorry. our way there. Up. I'm almost <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring my own issues in. I'm sorry. <laughs> almost dead. Well, go ahead. Let's talk about it. So anyways, uh so what's interesting to me though is what I've noticed is new music that's coming out in worship is uh it's not all my favorite uh-huh. and so, sure sure someone at first i was like oh this this is weird you know blah, blah, blah. and then i started dawning i'm like wait a second maybe it's generationally uh-huh. you know like because i so for me when i first started leading worship i connected with worship music that was going on then but there was something to say i don't know if you remember daryl evans do you remember daryl I, I know the name so, remind me so like trade my sorrows oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh my god reigns is mm-hmm. another one he did you know yeah. so he did uh, your love is extravagant i don't even mm. remember these so like he comes out and that was right when i first started playing the guitar and and, and singing and it was just so good and so like acoustic rock guitar driven you know what i mean it wasn't like yeah I, do you remember ron cannoli do you remember these names mm-hmm. ron cannoli? Uh-uh. oh he was like 
big band and like horns. He'd be like, hit it in his oh, gospel. You know, awesome. it's like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, Heck man. yeah, man. What's Google his name? It. Ron Cannoli. Ron it's good Cannoli. stuff. It's good stuff. Oh, so, definitely going to check that out. So that was kind of, you know, Hosanna praise. It was like, it was like big and polished. And then Daryl Evan comes out and it's just like him with a really raw, raspy voice and acoustic guitar. Yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like, not everybody loved that. You know what sure. I'm saying? And so... But it, I thought it was amazing. And then it, it was like, I don't know, I kind of had some discernment going like, I think that's where I'm at right now, where I have a genre that I love and sure. lean to. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a new form of, of genre, so to speak, coming out. And so I'm it's challenged a, What's by, the kids listen to? No, it's it, man. That's it, honestly. I'm challenged those by kids, that. Those kids, they're those rock and roll. Those kids are wrecking our worship. We're wrecking our, yeah. It so, is very cultural, though, and yeah, generational. It's very, it's very interesting, yeah. you know. Because you're kind of shaped by that. Like I said, music can shape a culture. And I think you grow up. I mean, that's just look. You, I hear a song from the early to mid '90s, and I'm instantly taken back yeah. to my high school kind of yeah, formative days. Amy Grant. Oh, <laughs> that's all. That's Kyla Paris and Amy Grant was all we listened to. Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith. We yeah. would be crying in here. <laughs> that's true. Ace of base. Yeah. Friends are friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, that was that was a that was like a skate night classic for us. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, you know, roller yeah, skating right. around, yeah. and friends are friends forever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's very generational. I mean, it's with everything else. I mean, even in when I was working for a Fortune 500 company, we literally got sent to training to understand the different generations. Yeah, uh, just because in work they respond differently, and I think in music the same way. I always look at new worship music and I go, instruments involved really don't bother me. I want to make sure that it's theologically and doctrinally sound and it's, yeah. and it's bringing glory to God yeah. because I've had a lot of people, it's, it's always kind of my, I don't know, it bothers me when they're like, oh, I, I didn't get a lot out of worship. Yeah. I didn't get a lot mm-hmm. out of the sermon. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's not, we're not there for you. Not for yeah. you. Uh, yeah. I'm there to glorify God. It bothers and, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm with you, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, and, and it's like, anytime you're putting your, your duty, duty in your sanctification and your in your worship on the pastor or the worship pastor yeah. it's like uh that's that's never going to end well because that's right. not their job yeah. their job is yeah. to usher in and lead and, and then our job is to glorify, glorify and bless God. the lord and the byproduct of that is i get extremely blessed from that yeah like i don't yeah. go there looking to, to be blessed right. i look to bless right. and because i do that i've ne- if you ever go into a, a church or a small group or, or even if you're sitting around with your buddies and you're worshiping the lord and you come with the heart of i want to bless and honor his name i don't think i've ever walked away from that not feeling blessed right and right. honored myself yeah, yeah. Right? I, yeah. I went through that that for a little while the the me gospel you know, and where where I was just always wanting the blessing, you know, yeah. for a, for a minute, yeah. And uh, I realized, wow, this is this is so wrong. I th- I think the Holy Spirit just just tapped my heart, just a, just a little prick, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, wait, is that what oh he called you? Oh my goodness! Or? Oh yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> we got dad jokes. There you go. Yes, he did. He speaks but, to uh, everybody, yeah, you know, yeah, in a very yeah, personal, personal way. way. <laughs> but he you know, knows you best, hey, Jason. Man, there was there was a moment where I, you know, I mean, I I really dip dip my toe into uh, the NAR, New sure. Apostolic Reformation stuff. And uh, I mean, yeah, it was it was all about my breakthrough, yeah. what I could get. It was, you know, you go into prosperity preaching with that. You go into yeah. uh, anyway on down the line. But yeah, I mean, whenever you're just praising God, it just feels 
so much better where yeah. it's just like i'm just singing this song for you it doesn't matter how it sounds you know because i'm not uh, the best singer sure you know so you know yeah. it's, it's like it's like man this is all just about christ yeah I, I love that you know did you hear the new worship song that bethel just came out during their grave soaking is this a joke yeah this is what they play it's X Files, dude. It's X Files. Oh, Just laugh. Ah, it's a bad joke, dude. Yes, you got this. You got the buttons, man. He's got. <laughs> I want to push buttons. <laughs> I didn't know there was buttons. Oh, we yeah. got all kinds of buttons. That was here. amazing. No, but yeah, but you're so you are right about that. Oh yeah, man. Uh, the gospel. You gotta stay just, away from that. It's just tough because it's like, yeah, the Lord does want to bless you and he does yeah. love you and he yeah. does take care of you. And you read Isaiah and then you listen to Jesus and he goes, dude, that sparrow has to rely on God every single day for mm-hmm. his meal and he takes care of it. How much more does he love you? Yeah. So anytime you start talking about that, we're not saying that God doesn't love you or doesn't want good things for you. And right. we are adopted into his family as sons and daughters. But at the same time, I think we just have to prioritize, Yeah, you know, because it is very easy to go from god first to me first it can yeah. flip real fast sometimes yeah. it's within minutes for me yeah. Yeah. like i just sit down halfway through the day and i go what am i doing today has been all about me yeah. when in fact it has to be all about god right. uh and i think worship is is the same way yeah i heard you know the, uh i heard a it was a, a leadership teaching on like kind of church organization but the idea transfers and the teaching was this is that there's there's problems to solve and then there's tensions to manage mm. and it just talked about um, you know, sometimes you're not going to fix that, but you have to manage it through life. And I think this, this is one of those because like there is something about coming to church and going, oh man, I need this, right? Sure. Like there's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's legit and real mm-hmm. and great. That's why we go to church because we do need the fellowship with the encouragement, and all those things. But I think at some point to manage that tension that it has to transition from uh, like, I need I need to get something mm-hmm. to then realizing like, all right, if in order for me to get something, then I'm going to have to give something. Give and something, normally yeah. it's it's my agenda, my yeah. Pride, desires. Deny my yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's that opening up that then to go like, all right, so... Because the, the I need this usually is like a punch list that we have for God. Usually that's sure. kind mm-hmm. of on that. But we have to get away from that and realize that it's just God that we need. And then the punch list will take care of itself in that's a sense, right. you know. Right. But that's a hard thing to do if you don't get past that. Then you just come in and you go, well, that didn't quite do it for me. Right. You know, I must need more or, right. or oh, they weren't anointed the wor- or they would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes it, into the workspace gospel. It goes. That, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I wasn't saying that you don't come to church and need things either. Like, Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. after a while, you I mean, in this, this the whole point of sanctification is you want to be in the presence yeah. of God, mm-hmm. yeah. and you understand that there are good things in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have a mother that uh, will just, you know, she'll say something and go, well, got to go in my closet for a little bit and talk to God about it, and I, I need that 20 minutes or that half hour yeah. today. And I go, man, I want to get to that point, too, to where mm-hmm. it's like that communion with God. You, be, you, you get used to it and you want more of it yeah when god get and i don't want to sound like he can fix all your problems but he can like not yep. not necessarily the way you think right yeah, that, that like you said like releasing your agenda yeah uh because i've i've been taught a, god has taught me a few times when i've come to him with hey i need this this and that and he goes well the reason you're asking for it or the way you want it done is not my will yeah right. like we're going to get to that yeah. but you got to release that agenda and yeah. you know and, and then we can we can do it my way so Worship and coming to church, I think, is just what you said. Is like just how even we're taught to pray. Like mm-hmm. the very first thing, like not your will be done or yeah. my will be done, but your yeah, will be done. Yeah. I feel like when we approach praise and worship like that, I think it can be very beneficial. Yeah. And it yeah. kind of pushes that 
punch list, as you yeah. called yeah. it, to the side. Deny think, yourself and yeah. pick up yeah. your cross. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think that sometimes we think the answer is God doing something when really the answer always is, is God. Really, it stops there. Right. And then yeah. if he does something like your will be done on earth, as in, you know, but not my own, or like like Jesus, I, hey, I don't want to do this, but, you know, let this cup pass from me, but your will be done. You know, those yeah. moments of that, like that moment, like wrestling with what's going on in your life. It's one of those things where like you go, all right, I just want God. And then God, how you see fit to handle the other things is up to you. And I'll accept that. That's a very hard place to be. Like, yeah, I wish like, I wish I was there all the time, yeah. but I am not, you know, there's times <laughs> right. where, I mean, right. Like as the worship leader, there's times where I'm up there and I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, life is, has presented in that week or whatnot, you know, and, and it's in those moments where you just got to go like, all right, I really got to believe that, that God is enough. And if this circumstance doesn't change, that doesn't mean that God was not good in that moment or is not faithful to me or present it's that life is unfortunately broken and we live through these things but thank god yeah. he's there with me as i walk through it you know at yeah. least i've got him going through it and um that goes to like what you're saying that mm-hmm. prosperity prosperity where you know nothing bad should happen to us yeah, everything yeah. should be perfect you know all sure. these things right. and and prosperity and, health wealth gospel yeah but yeah, then you're sorely surprised uh your eschatology <laughs> is uh the uh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's contradicts. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. Hey, that's that's a post mill guy talking. So. <laughs> so, like, if you're 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 basically saying, yeah, if you're like kind of a health and wealth, yeah, and everything you're like, good, oh you're man, I'm supposed like a, to have everything in this life. Well, you're like I'm a pre tribber kind of. Yeah, yeah, but then you're a pre trib guy. To, yeah, it's like, well, wait, that's yeah. that's you know, I don't know that. But, that's anyway. probably one of the easiest ones for me to debunk is the is is the health and wealth. It's like why would Christ promise you the one thing that he said would ruin your soul? Mm-hmm. I it's mean, true. really, like yeah. let's pump the brakes mm-hmm. here. Yes, he he wants you to he loves you and he wants the best for you. But I think John Piper said it so well. He's like in Job 40, I think it was or 38, you afflicted me so that I would know your precepts. Like David would sing this in the Psalms as well too. And Piper said it so beautifully. He said basically don't ever I don't ever want to pray myself out of a valley before I've basically glorified mm-hmm. him through a valley. Like That's good. Th- there's, there's something in there that he's doing with us in those times and our weakness, he's made strong, right. you know, and I've said it before I've learned now. It took me a long time to learn this, but when I'm in a valley, the first thing I pray is Lord, get me out of this valley. It's like, Lord, how can, how can I be changed? And how can you be glorified in this? Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you what, that really helps me through that. When it when it goes back to him and go, okay, I'm in I'm in this situation or I'm in this valley or whatever, or I'm in this sadness or depression or whatever it is, like don't take me out of it. Like mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we jump right to that. Lord, yeah. get me out of it. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, through this process is where his glory is gonna be made known mm-hmm. and, and my weakness is shown and his strength is shown. Yep. Uh, and, and praise and worship has definitely helped me through that. Yeah. I mean, there's been times where it's like, I don't even know what to pray or what to do. I just get on that piano, clear yeah. out the room, and I just got to worship. And yeah. whatever flows out, and, and that's very therapeutic. And I feel like, you know, for me, it's it's a real thing to be in his presence in, in worship and in praise yeah. for mm-hmm. me. Even more so, like, yeah, I can pray, meditate, but man, when I when I worship him in song, even if I'm not by a piano, sometimes you just catch me singing. My yeah. my 11 year old caught me singing. Uh, there's a song by uh, well, it's by Shane and Shane, and, and, and they do it live, and it's He is Worthy, and it's a call and response. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know song. Yeah. Do we know that da 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 da? It yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. 
And and there's a part halfway through that song where he's like, he is, and they start building up. He is, he is, you know, and I'm parked over here and I'm just belting it out, right? <laughs> and I had this thought like, man, someone's going to come out here like my neighbor. My windows are up, but I'm singing it because I love that song. <laughs> I hear, see a knock and my daughter's looking at me like, <laughs> everything okay, oh gosh, dad? dad, is everything okay? You know, <laughs> yeah, right. but it, you know, and, and I, I felt, need to get mom. <laughs> I felt embarrassed, but the Lord just spoke to me. He's like, you want to know what? She's going to see you singing that. Absolutely. Like, at least yeah. she's seeing that. Right. Yeah. Because uh, heaven forbid, I know some uh, kids that see their parents doing some way worse yeah. stuff than yeah. than that. Listening to DC talk, how about <laughs> <Right>. that? <laughs> well, listen, I did show them a cover of Thunderstruck where it's all these guys doing banjo. And oh like, yeah, have you ever seen this video? Uh-huh. It's, they're amazing. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember the band. Have it, no. The guy is yeah. doing a you know in the that's my banjo on a on a banjo just like it and they've got the horn and the <laughs> i things. thought you pushed a button and we're playing yeah. something. <laughs> and it was funny because then my wife gives me the eyebrow you know there's no no, no bad lyrics in or anything but musically it's just phenomenal yeah. that they took it and they i love when you take a song that shouldn't be played with certain instruments and then right, do it well yeah. and then you know have I you seen left- the guy on bagpipes that's. I think he's on the back. No, no, no. It's a too different. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I haven't I seen. I feel like I live under a rock. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't seen that. No. <laughs> no. I'm just. We'll send you yeah. the links later, Rick. I'm too. Uh, I'm too busy praying. <laughs> yeah. so I'm too busy praying to listen <laughs> to DC talk. You heathens. Oh, dang it! Oh, Read my Bible Lord, and stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> we call that a Jesus juke. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jesus juke. <laughs> like, did, yeah, he did juke us there. Yeah. But yeah, having that conversation. Well, what does that mean, thunderstruck? What is that, Dad? And it's like, oh, great, but. <laughs> We've taken a very open approach yeah. uh, with, with raising kids too, just with like with music, mm. with culture, like anyone who has kids and, and you do, we all do mm-hmm. here. They pick up a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't treat them like they're yeah. dumb because yeah. they know what's yeah. going on. They're listening. They're sponges. Right. So we've kind of, Samantha and I have, have taken this approach of like, well, what do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they, they know it all. Yeah. They're not going to be shocked by the culture. They're going to have a foundation in Christ and a presupposition of like the Bible is true. And, and, and God uh, has designed people a certain way and mm-hmm. all these things. So when they are confronted with that, when they get a little bit older, they're going to go, Oh no, that's not tracking yep. because the Bible says this and we have a worldview of that. And I kind of didn't grow up that way. It was very kind of keep them away from that. And I think it was a little bit of the culture too. I'm not blaming my parents. No, that was an era. It was just, it it was like an era of like this Jerry Falwell kind of like, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Everything's bad. Shelter your kids. And then I go, you know, I'm homeschooled for most of my life. I go to high school my first year, junior year. And it's like, whoa, what the, a whole new world. It's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I'm walking around like, what the heck is all this stuff? You know, if kids talk to teachers that way and they listen to this music and they're doing that, you know, after school, and it's like and i wasn't exposed to anyone and it's it's, it was culture shock yeah it really was it was very easy for then me to slip into the things that i shouldn't have been into and Mm -hmm. i know that sounds counterintuitive no i totally get it but Mm -hmm. like i see it a lot with like pk kids like pastor kids too like very sheltered and then you get in the world you're like whoa and i think that's why jesus said look at be in the world but just not of it like you got to know what's going on in the culture how else are you going to transform it you know transform it preach against it like correct and love like all those things you you got to know what's going on we just can't put you know put our head in the sand or yeah. go buy a hundred acres in the up and start a comedy you guys got to be post can we <laughs> you know, what is it? get into the last three weeks he's been into this post mill stuff look <laughs> no, i don't it's been I, over a I'm year that i've been post mill right <laughs> I, I i've been undecided on the whole thing i've always said the esch- end times eschatology look, for me is like secondary yeah uh, until it starts affecting the way that you that you live 
out your gospel life. Look, man, I reserve the right to change my eschatology either <laughs> Every in midair. It's fine. Or <laughs> if Joe Biden becomes president. <laughs> hey. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> That's, I think there's so much in the Bible about how to live now. And yeah. then we're yeah. fighting about how to live then. then. And I'm like, yeah. what does it matter, man? You know, you know, you know what my end times eschatology was for the longest time. I'm like, every single generation since Stephen the martyr said Christ is coming yeah, back exactly. tomorrow, true. and they yeah, lived exactly. that way. It didn't true, matter yeah. if it was a thousand years, ten thousand years, or well, one week. Frank, they lived as if tomorrow we're li- would not happen. We're living in the end times right now. I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> COVID is the, the end, end times. times. Oh. World War One, World War Two. You know, I mean all. All these, you know, this is Hitler. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, this man. is the one. Well, that's you know? what I mean. Every generation has had their end times, and yeah. it's like, well, I, I think at the end, I don't know how we got an end times out of praise sorry. and worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, we barely talk I mean. about music, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, though. It's totally See, good. we told you. We I'm told digging you. it. It's uh, good. Yeah, man, we tried to but go But yeah, everywhere. every generation has that, right? Yeah. That's like, I don't know if I totally track with, like, the world's got to get a lot worse before christ can return because i'm like man sin has always been here like mm-hmm. two thousand years ago rome was taking christians oh, slicing yeah. their backs off sewing uh bear skin on them and making them fight lions like yeah. we've we've sacrificed babies at the altar now we do it in the womb it's like the spirit of murder and sin and and all those things have always been here mm-hmm. i think we look at it differently it's, it's for a while there it was glorified then we moved into this weird thing where it was like we do it in secret but we as a culture we don't really talk about it publicly now we're moving back into that it's just hey open. it's all open and I don't know if one is worse than the other, but at the same time, I don't think, I think sin, you know, since the fall has always been here. So we, we've been, you know, we've been taking innocent blood, all the, the six abominations, we've been taking innocent blood, stealing, you know, all of it, all that stuff since. So you're a mill. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know, what's interesting. I don't know. uh, I, uh, somebody (laughs) told me about a a book and I, I listened to the audio. I didn't, I can't claim I read it, but it was called killing Jesus. Oh, you're one of those two. Mm. I said, I, I read a book and my wife corrected me and said, you listen, listen to the book. Yeah. It's I'm not allowed to it's say, easier. I'm not allowed it's to say devouring the content. You know? <laughs> I do both. So, uh, but it was called killing Jesus. Uh, Pat, Who's that by? Pat O'Reilly. I've heard this. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. honestly, um, it's fascinating because he's Bill uh, O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly. I yeah, said, Pat. The, yeah, Bill the, O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Change that in the notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and so, but what was fascinating about it to me was that, so, you know, from what I understand, he has a, a Catholic background. So there's, okay. he's a faith background, you know, a religious background, but he doesn't write the book as like, he's trying to prove that Jesus is the son of God or anything like oh. that. He's basically taking like a worldview context of what was going on when Jesus was on the earth. Oh. Yeah. And so the fascinating thing about it is, is that the world was trashed, like, the things that were happening, you know, historically, yeah. what was going on. And uh, it was a real eye opener to what you're saying. Like I'm listening to this and, and what the leaders are doing and, you know, all this stuff. And then Jesus is, is right in the middle of it. And the interesting thing is that Jesus is not necessarily specifically dress, addressing the things that are going on. Like mm-hmm. he is addressing sin and your heart mm-hmm. and where it's at and mm-hmm. those types of things. But where we would, we would want Jesus to organize a rally against that leader and march the street you know what i'm saying like this right. whole thing yeah and jesus didn't do any of that stuff did none um, of it none of it and right. then in the same time as then we're like well the world's never been this bad that's just because you don't know the history because right. yeah it was really bad then really you know what i mean it was horrible you know and so i to your he came point, up in he came up in an occupied israel exactly I mean, in the in the romans were just horrible yes wretched 
people. It, I no, mean, the things true. they did was hor- yeah. insane. And and uh, perverted and with children. And you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the details don't need to be hashed out here. Right. But, I mean, it's just insane, you know? And, and I look at that and I just, that's what I came away with it was not to say that the idea of the end times and when Jesus is coming back is not important. Mm-hmm. But the speculation of when it is, and then that that we should be so focused on when that happens, what's it going to look like? Actually, Jesus' focus was yep. today, right. live like this, Absolutely. so that you're a witness to those yeah. around you. And you change know? your and, little part of yeah. the kingdom. That's it. Right. Yeah. By interactions you as are. you go right. through the marketplace and everything. Amen. That's how, kind of how I've always felt about it. Like, I've, got, uh, I've got people and friends that really get into that. Like yeah. they just want to sit down. They can talk four, six, eight hours. Is it, you know, oh my gosh. And Jesus coming back and yeah. the government's doing this. And that's going to help the red lamb of this and that. And the sir well, and up in the sky and the data the collection. Peace and in I, the Middle East didn't you this past <laughs> week. Right. I, right. I just get so <laughs> confused by some I, of that. Well, talk. Not only, not only confused, but I'm like, <laughs> it just feels secondary to me. Like yeah. I'm supposed to live every day as if Christ is returning. Yeah. Right? Like that's just, that's what the yeah. Bible says. Like literally live every day like that. And I think if you live like that, that that does affect your decisions i mean i just had i had something happen and i got totally convicted of it and i I don't know if if uh it was if someone's life was on the line because of it i have a very good friend who's uh who's uh, we were going to visit him and his dad was diagnosed with stage four cancer he went to the hospital we're on the way up to his place he calls me hey we can't do the week-long thing we're gonna do with the kids go to the beach, all that. My dad just got out of the hospital. He's got two weeks to live, right? I hang up the phone, not an audible voice, but the, the, the spirit impressed on me. You need to, you need to go talk to him. Yeah. He's a biker dude. Nicest guy in the world. Don't know if he knows the Lord or not. You need to go talk to him. Just have a a heart to heart with him. Yeah. I, I call my buddy back. I say, Hey, can I come see your dad in the next, you know, next few days within the next week? He goes, yeah, anytime's good. I mean, he's just at home. We're basically prepping him for hospice, this, that, and the other. So in my mind, I, I thought, man, should I go over there today? You know? And I went, no, we're all loaded up. We're going to South Haven. We got a week up there. It's the vacation. I'll do it when I get back. Yeah. The next day he calls me, goes, man, we thought he had two weeks. He passed away. Oh, wow. Now my heart broke. Yeah. I mean, I'm up North and I'm, I'm standing off to the side and I'm crying because I don't know. I went, did I just put a vacation before a man's soul? Now I don't, he could have been saved. I don't know. I'm not saying he wasn't. All I know is that the Lord said, you go talk to him. And I went, yeah, but I got stuff to do, Lord. Yeah. I got fam, and I could justify it. Look, I got to spend time with my family, be a good dad, be a good yeah. leader, be a good father, all those things, good husband. But I just had this immense feeling like you were told to do something and you made a decision to put that off and not live for, no one's promised tomorrow, Greg. Yeah. You're not promised tomorrow, Yeah, you know? And it was just this heaviness on my heart. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh my gosh, I can never do that again. And that's so when we start talking about like, well, these numbers and this tribe and that, and Jesus is going to come in this year. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to get through today mm-hmm. and obey the Lord. It's funny because yeah. before <laughs> you, know you know I mean? tell that story, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I am working on, he must increase, I must decrease. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I'm working on today. I don't know what's happening with the rapture, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, right? But that, right? right. That's yeah. the, the the decrease of us to go like, ah, oh, this is more important, you know, and yeah. trying to yeah. figure that stuff out. It's, and live out the Great Commission. It's, yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. All authority in heaven and on earth. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. hard mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, just doing that, <laughs> like, yeah, let man. alone then yeah. we're going to... Seriously, yeah. Man. D- d- debate well, when 2027, right? Is that what we're going <laughs> is, with? Is that no, what you're going with? <laughs> you heard it here first on Dead Men Walking. Jason, I don't Hamlet. know. Did Timothy LaHaye sure. say that? I don't That's know. Yeah, yeah. I have a bucket list. I'm trying to get done. <laughs> yeah, right. So, true story. All right, sacrilegious, uh, probably, but true story. When oh, then we definitely yes, want to hear it. Get it. When I was in Bible college for that, you remember that one semester I yeah, talked yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in Bible college. So that was right at the same time they were 
re-releasing all the Star Wars in the theater, like mm. yeah. digitally remastered. Uh-huh. Literally, serious prayer. I said, God, would you mind just waiting to come back until all the Star Wars are re-released? <laughs> Real prayer. Oh I wanted God. to see Han Solo before the rapture, man. Oh, I'm shamed. I don't know if I've ever publicly and said he, that. And, and he heard the desire of your heart. He yeah. did that. And he answered it. And he answered it. Amen. He answered it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Do you know I've never he is seen faithful. I've never yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen one any of the Star Wars movies all the way through. Like maybe like twenty minutes of one, twenty minutes of another. This is very disheartening. Yeah. No, I have seen every episode. Yeah, yeah, he's I have seen every out. episode of Star Trek. I'm walking out. This will make it even worse. I don't really watch or know anything about Star Wars either, really. Really? Yeah. I was, See, I thought I was the, the only one boat. my age. I saw But I wasn't allowed to. Guys, with, things were going uh, yeah, so yeah. good. <laughs> I saw I'm the one here. Well, what's the, what's the guy that looks like a lizard? What are you talking Jum- about? Uh, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar, yeah. So I that was he the literally one that brings I saw. up the worst character yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Star Wars. Well, how do you know? No, so I read I the have, news. <laughs> good lord. So have you ever heard of Vid Angel? Yeah, uh-uh. yeah. You that's can, where they uh, you can like, like pure flicks or whatever. You yeah, can take you can stuff edit out of it. content out. Yeah, they actually have a you can like for each movie you can edit. You can get rid of language, scenes, whatever. It what? cuts them out. It's what pretty amazing. This? And so... It's they, awesome. It really what? is. So you pay... A little commercial for VidAngel. Uh, they're <laughs> not, the ones who actually... if Not you've sponsored seen, by... <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get that. The, very, very soon. <laughs> the Chosen. Have you seen this? The new Chosen about Jesus? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay, so... Yeah. Everybody's talking. Personally. Everybody. Yeah. I, watched, I watched it and wept. I was, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was beautiful, man. Okay. I sent them like 15 bucks. Great. No, they got 15 yeah, bucks out of me. It's good. So they're the ones who produce this. Anyways, so you basically pay a monthly fee for them now, but you connect all your Amazon, Netflix, Uh everything to it. Then you can watch your shows through them and edit out content. It's brilliant. So you have to edit it or they edit it? You just select what you want. I don't want language. And it... Oh, it yeah. It out. Oh, so like serious? when my kid wants to watch, you know, a superhero movie, Back and it's like, future. I don't want those four cuss words and that weird thing in there, but I'm okay with, you know, I'm okay so with it some edits it like <laughs> yeah, right. It yeah. just bleeps it out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right now I click on it. Yeah. We watch it. Yep. And, it, and it'll get rid of scenes. It'll chop what? scenes out. It's pretty yeah. amazing. That's it was, pretty cool. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just to finish the thought. Yeah. They actually had for Star Wars for the new Star Wars. They had a Jar Jar Binks edit. <laughs> so you can take Jar Jar Binks out. You can select out? it. So every Jar Jar Binks was. I always oh, thought hilarious. he was funny. Like yeah. when I, I mean, I was. The, the one racist. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The one racist care. character they have in the Star Wars. He was is the one racist. You are drawn He's the to. One you love. Was he racist? Well, no, he wasn't. They. Uh, I, it was a little. See, I don't. Even, it was just I, off color. It just I wasn't. It didn't make know. sense. It wasn't even a good character. Right? I would use the word risque. Yeah, risque. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Did Jeez. not know. Great. <laughs> so, thanks, Jar Jar. That's, that's a fun fact. They have a Jar Jar Binks setting. <laughs> you can edit it right out, man. And, uh, Vid Angel. Vid Angel. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's cool it's stuff. so sad because there's some movies that are so I mean they're they're pretty darn good. They're they have good, a good moral, and then they, have a and then one they just, little. They just got to put some yeah. stuff in there, and you're like, really? Right? Yeah. Like my my ten right. year old doesn't need to hear that. Mm. You know some of that stuff too. It's like they just drop a word just to boost that rating to the next level. It seems like oh, you know sure. I mean, yeah. for viewership. And you're oh like, no, they absolutely. It do. doesn't even make sense that that's yeah. in there. You know what I mean? It's right. like so random. Well, it's and, because like a 15, 17, 18 year old. I'm not going to a PG movie, but PG 13 is a little more risky. In. It feels. Yeah. Well, it's you know changed I mean? a lot too, though, because yeah. now PG should be PG 13. It's a little different you know, now. Right? Yeah, it's no, a lot it is. different now. Although, yeah. have you? So I guess I don't know how how old you are, but 39. Being, okay, so yeah. being Me in too. my 40s. There are movies that I watched as a kid 
that I wanted to enjoy with my kids. Uh-huh. Yes. And, and then I put them in. I'm like, <laughs> like you're what? Girl, right? yeah. I'm so sorry, you know. I'm like repenting to God and my yeah. wife. I don't, no, like, know. Like, I don't remember that being in there. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness, man. So it's I remember I watched back ba- in the day. We didn't yeah. watch. I mean, we, we had two hours of TV a week. It was like public television and, you know, very limited oh. on the on the movies. But then somehow it slipped in there that we went to, we were house setting for another couple. And we watched Back to the Future when I was like oh, yeah. nine or ten, right? So growing up, I was like, yeah, that's that's like a fun family and then yeah. you watch it and you're like dude there's some really dude, weird yeah, stuff in back to parts. the future yes. i don't want my kids especially watching when they this. get to the prom yeah, yeah like him and his mom is gonna him and his mom and like what's happening there and you're like what the? Jeez. as a yeah, kid yeah. though i never processed that, right you know which yeah. is good i guess but as right. an adult i'm like this is no, heavy man Sigmund no Freud i had, there. We, we had a movie slip through and they said uh you, you know and they it, once again, it goes back to them being my kids being exposed and just and and they said and they said ass and my and my ten year old looks at me she goes what does that word mean I thought <laughs> yeah. it meant donkey yeah right because yeah. she's yeah. very literal and looking yeah. up she said absolutely that's was the original intent uh, when you use it towards someone like that you're mm-hmm. being derogatory towards them you're calling them as dumb as a donkey or you, you know and all you're right. basically degrading them we're all made in the image of God God says we shouldn't degrade another person that way so in society we view that as a bad word and we view it that way and we don't use it and she went oh okay all right. and then we're on to the you know what I mean yeah. so yeah. it was like a teachable moment. Uh, she heard the word, and I feel like when you're a kid, if you hide stuff from them, yes. you know, it's, it's like, well, it's then, now you want, now you want, right. it's intriguing. I want to know more about it. Yeah. Ooh, I can't use that. It's the forbidden fruit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I caught uh, my, which you got to be careful of that because then around other kids, like yeah. my kids were using anatomically correct words for parts of their body. They, they didn't, they knew Santa wasn't real. They know, yeah. you know, Easter Bunny isn't real. But you got to be careful when they're around other kids, yeah. even in church, because uh-huh. then it's like, you know, my middle child, she was out there like, you know, Santa isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. you know, I was like, Dwight on the, the office, yeah. like when he gets a fax from himself <laughs> in the future, I'm like, yeah. slapping it out of her hand, like, no, you know, yeah. because it's families have traditions and not judging, but we just, decided we got a call from preschool from my daughter and (laughs) the request was either to have her stop talking about santa not being real or keep her home during christmas Christmas. (laughs) because she'd be like oh my god she's she's very literal too she's my favorite person awesome like you know that that's a lie he's not about to be a preacher kids are like (laughs) (laughs) crying sorry about that that's awesome yeah Yeah, it is what it is yeah we're gonna start finishing up here we've got any other uh parting words there Jason or uh, Rick before we finish um, up. Isn't it weird how we park in a driveway but drive a on parkway. a parkway? Yeah. Oh, I actually had something serious to say. Now I don't want to say it. Well, I've oh, always sorry. I've always wondered why do clocks run clockwise? Why do clocks clock? I could sit here. I could sit here all day. We're going to I had a set of books what? when I was little and it was I all was those questions. Another. It was all those questions. Oh, well, you know, so you this got is them. The, this is the kind of nerd I was as a little kid. I'm reading like nerd. Paradox and like when did one of them was called when did wild poodles roam the earth like when when did we just have what poodles all obviously are here where are they when are they roaming the earth like where'd they come from the ark and it was all those weird... i do have one for you now that you mentioned animals. okay <laughs> this is a pet peeve though i might get you might get in trouble for having me on Uh-oh. for this Uh-oh. wouldn't you agree that the push to fight for homeless animals would actually be solved if we put all the animals out of the house back in the woods because that's where they came from <laughs> it's just right? a thought i'm just i'm just saying isn't yeah. that their original home yeah hey. aren't they homeless in our buildings oh my that's gosh that's true what yeah. that's deep that's that's deep guys you, you just threw me there i haven't been speechless that often on, on our podcast yeah. but 
<laughs> yeah, just put them back in nature. Then right. They're, now they're home. It works. What, what is a homeless? Welcome is that, home. Is that a real thing? Is like people like rescuing? Oh, you, you mean like you've oh. seen those commercials you seen and, them you and they're cry. crying? Yeah. Oh, Sarah yeah. McLaughlin. I mean, like you could literally you can go pound sand. Yeah, you could literally. You could watch a. Remember me. Oh, that one too. Yeah. Is that you could watch a. Sponsor this kid. <laughs> Wasn't that our senior song? It was. Yeah, we went to school <laughs> yeah. together. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, it's we more. Graduated. You could watch a commercial about sponsoring a child, mm -hmm. and it's heart wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same format for sponsoring animal. For like it's animal. exactly the yeah, same yeah. thing. You're like, yeah. Oh. And in this culture, yeah. people will probably sponsor the animal the first. Animal Way first. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, exactly. Yeah. You laugh, but it's like, man, it's so yeah, sad. It's true. It is. We've so degraded the, you know. Oh yeah. This image, like, like even with the whole race thing, and this, it's like, dude, we're all. Made in the image of God. Yeah. yeah. X seventeen twenty six, right? Yeah. We all came from one seed. Every yeah. nation. There you yeah. go. It's good. Well, that's a good ending. That's good. It has nothing to do with worship music, we were... but with scripture. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I liked it. Thank you guys. Well, Rick, thanks for coming by and we're gonna uh, have yeah. that part two to actually talk about music. <laughs> yeah, we, could do it. we got a little music in there. We could do it again. Yeah. Hey, but seriously, yeah. anytime you want to come back and just hang out and talk, yeah, okay. uh, we're Thank good with fun. it. This is all we do on the yeah. podcast. Guys, thanks for listening. As always, make sure you like subscribe. and follow and subscribe on smash Instagram. Smash that like button. Don't say smash. I hate that. Everyone on YouTube now, smash this smash and ding it. that. If you say smash it or you video i actually delete yeah, i just stop actually... subscribing to you i do the opposite you have to point to nothing as well yeah link upstairs up there. yeah jeez. Yeah. but uh rick thanks for coming by Absolutely. jason as always Nick. thanks for being here too it's great to be thanks here for having me. <laughs> guys you can follow us at dead men walking <laughs> podcast on youtube and and instagram and facebook and all those places yeah we appreciate it as always god bless yeah be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips, or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pump TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.